Hey everyone, it's Carmita, and welcome to Missing in the PNW. So before I get into everything, which trust me, there's a lot to cover today, I want to give a special shout out. If you are listening to this episode the day that it comes out, which would be Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, today is actually my mom's birthday. So happy birthday, Madre. I love you. My mom has always been a big supporter of the podcast and of me in general. Um, I mean, she's just amazing. She always tells me how proud she is of me and, you know, everything that I'm doing because I'm juggling so much. So I love you, mom. Happy birthday. And we are definitely going to celebrate you this weekend. Now, I hope you guys liked last week's episode, um, which was the collab with PNW Haunted Homicides. I mean, most of you did, as far as I know, because I got an email that said that I got almost like 400 downloads on the podcast just from that episode last week. So thank you again. You know, I know, like I always say, there's way more people that listen to it because they only count downloads, but I know there's more listens. But I've had a lot more engagement. So thank you again, you know, for the likes, the comments, the shares, everything you guys are doing, staying interactive, um, getting these people's names and faces out there. And since there has been so much more engagement, I actually got a couple of messages from family members or friends of family members that asked me to cover a couple of cases. Now, I get some bad feedback, I guess, and it doesn't make me mad, but it's kind of frustrating Um, People will ask me to do, like, cover people cases in different states, California, uh, Midwest, East Coast. I I don't want to say that, I mean, I hate saying no. You guys know that, hello, it's in my title. I do missing persons from the Pacific Northwest. It's not to say that I don't care about people that go missing in California or in the Midwest or the East Coast that are from marginalized communities because I do. But that's just not my focus on this podcast. With that being said, though, I am more than happy, more than willing. If you want to send me info, I can post their name, their picture, some details on the Facebook page. If anybody around the country wants to post missing persons from other states on the Facebook page, go ahead. Because I want every single person who's from a marginalized community and missing to be known. That is my whole point of this podcast is to be known because nobody ever does anything to promote these missing people and get their names and faces out there. So again, with that being said, there are two little quick uh, cases I want to tell you about and I can't, I don't have a lot of info. That's mostly why I can't do full episodes on them. Um, the first one is from Washington. The second one's actually from California. And again, I wouldn't do a full episode because that's California, not Pacific Northwest. But I got a message for the first one from a lady named Kelly, who is a friend of um, the missing man's mom. His name is Tahi Shepard. Um, On the flyer, it says, a.k.a. David. Uh, But when I talked to Kelly, she was like, "Um, we've never known him as David, just Tahi. So not sure where that nickname came from. 
Um, he's been missing. It says from Seattle on the uh, flyer, but she told me he's actually missing out of Everett. So again, not sure. Uh, he was, I guess, last seen in Seattle on January second of twenty twenty three. Um, but he has been like sighted at various locations between Seattle and Everett. So we'll just keep those two cities in our mind of where he could possibly be. And that's all I have. Yeah, exactly. Frustrating, right? That's, I literally cannot tell you anything else. I give you the the description. You know, he is Native American, 5'10", 125 to 130 pounds, black hair, brown eyes. He does like to wear face masks. Who likes to wear a face mask? He's awesome for that. But he does like to wear a face mask. And he has a uh, black baseball cap that he frequently wears backwards. He also has a tattoo of a buffalo on his chest. And his nose is pierced. I'm not sure if it's like his septum or if it's like his actual nose on the side. Um, but for him, I have a number here. I'm not exactly sure if it's a like family members number or if it's a police number it doesn't specify um but it says if seen call or text 928-551-7592 and again i'm going to post his missing person flyer on the facebook page with information you can also send a message through facebook messenger to cj that's c like cat j like jet shepherd um, or on Instagram at raw res artwork. So that's raw, R-A-W, res, R-E-Z, artwork. So the next case, like I said, this one's out of California. So I actually got a message from the mother of this missing man. Um, she said that he has been missing since November 20th, 2022, and he was last seen at LAX airport, um, which if you don't know what LAX, LAX is, it's the Los Angeles airport. It's a huge airport down in Cali. Um, I don't know where he was from. I don't know if he was going home. I don't really know. Like, I don't know if he was from the Pacific Northwest and went missing down in Cali. I didn't get that information. I can't find anything either on him. So he was last seen at LAX supposedly getting into a budget rent-a-car shuttle. Um, and that's the last time he was ever heard or seen from. Um, he does need medication, which he does not have. And he apparently doesn't have his ID either, which that was kind of weird to me because if you're at the airport, you definitely need your ID to get on any type of plane. So if he wasn't there to get on a plane or get off a plane, not sure why he was there. Anyways, so, I mean, again, all the information that I have is what his mom told me in the message and his missing person flyer, which his missing person flyer doesn't really say much. It's got the um, description of him, of course. He's a Native American male, black hair, brown eyes. He's five foot nine inches tall and 195 pounds. Um, there is a case number for him. And if you have any, uh, uh, information, please call the Los Angeles Police Department's Missing Persons Unit at 213-996-1800. 
I do see a case number on here. It's a uh, Delic dog are like Robert two two dash nine nine two eight zero six four. So I probably want to reference that case number. So that's, uh, I mean, those two cases, that's, that's all I have. Um, and again, I can't really do episodes without even a little bit more information or, I mean, again, Cali, don't really focus on that. Um, but let's get into today's episode. So I check the um, WSP, the Washington State Patrol's um, missing persons website, the missing indigenous list. And it was updated finally on 117, 2023. On there, there's 136 missing. I don't believe that number has changed since the last time we talked about it, which was, uh, January 3rd. Um, so, I mean, I would hope that number went down, but I'm not exactly sure if it did. So, these two women went missing, and guess where they went missing? On the Yakima Reservation. Yeah. So. Benita Long has been missing since March 26, 2022, from Topanesh. She was last seen at the El Corral Motel off of Highway 97. In an October article on the Yak Train News, Bonita's cousin, Lonnie, has really been the voice for her. You know, if you can't advocate for yourself, the next best people to advocate for you are your close family and friends. So Lonnie has been very instrumental in trying to figure out what happened to Bonita. She said that there is no way that Benita is in hiding and just doesn't want to be found. That's totally not in her character, and she knows something's very wrong. She also said that Benita pops up every once in a while, and if she needs help, she's not afraid to ask for it. But she hasn't asked for help. She hasn't been heard from. She hasn't seen nothing. So, yeah, a lot of red flags. Lonnie said that over the summer, which would have been summer 2022... Um, she received like numerous messages on social media from people claiming that they knew something about Benita's disappearance. She did inform the police of this, and I'm guessing they did absolutely nothing with it because they just brushed it off and said it was all rumors. So, yeah. And Lonnie, I mean, yes, her cousin's missing, but Lonnie really advocates for all missing, especially on the Yakima Reservation. She was quoted in the article saying, people are getting hurt, people are dying, and we really need to do something. Which, yeah, I've been saying this for, like, ever. Listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. People are getting hurt. People are dying. Do something. Benita is described as a Native American woman with brown eyes and dark brown hair. She's five foot three inches and weighs about 130 pounds. If there's any information, please call the Yakima Tribal Police at 509-865-2933 and reference her case number, which is 22-004079. Now, the other case that I have for you today, 
Her name is Rosalita Long or Longi. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's spelled L-O-N-G-E-E. So I think it's Longi. Um, but if it's long and for some reason the E's are like silent, she has no um, relation to Benita Long. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Her nickname was Rose. And she has been missing since June 30th, 2015 from Wapato. She was last seen around 10 p.m. that night at her grandma's house. But it was reported that her grandma asked her to leave because she was supposedly under the influence of drugs. And her grandma had a house rule that if you were drunk or high, you could not stay there think that's pretty much everybody's rule, but I'm not mad at her grandma at all because I wouldn't want to deal with that either. Now, after leaving her grandma's house, she mysteriously vanished. She was never heard from or seen again. She was actually really close with her grandma because she was raised by her since she was two years old. And Rose did have a younger sister and a cousin who also lived with her and the grandma. She is on the NamUs website, but honestly, there's like no information on there. Um, it's the same picture that's on her flyer. Uh, and I mean, I guess it's good because they have her DNA or they have somebody's DNA. She's in the system. So hopefully that helps. Now, she is described as a Native American woman with brown hair and brown eyes. She is 5'5 five five to 5'8 five and weighs 125 to 140 pounds. She has scars on her chest and both wrists and has her ears and her lip pierced. Now, unfortunately, Rose did have a history of drug and alcohol abuse and she was in and out of rehab the two years prior to her disappearance. The only reason I bring that up is because I strongly believe that that had something to do with her disappearance. Because even if she had those problems, like, you guys know I don't care. She's still a human being. She still has family that loves her and wants to know what happened. Like, she's still a person that's missing so no matter, you know, how you live, she, her life still matters. So for her, you can also call the Yakima Nation Tribal Police at 509-865-2933. So I gave you that number twice. You guys should have it in your head. And also I will put it on the show notes. Next week, oh, next week is Black History Month. Yay, we're going to start Black History Month. So I have four episodes planned out for you. Um, honestly, things have been really crazy lately with work and um, school. And um, honestly, on Thursday, which is the 26th of January, um, that's actually the one-year anniversary of my fiancé's passing. Uh, yeah, guys, it's been a year already. Like, that's just crazy. I have no idea how I got through the last year, but I'm here. So I am going to actually, because of all of that, I'm going to pre-record a lot of the episodes for Black History Month. Maybe not the first one, um, but probably the rest of them for the month. And you guys know I only tell you that because 
by the time I record them and they come out, it's going to be days or even weeks. And so, you know, new developments in the case could pop up. With that being said, um, have a good week, everyone. It's the last full week of January. Like, holy hell, we're already almost to the end of the first month of this year. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you next week. And remember, have fun, but be safe.